the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School where real talk is our vernacular. It is pumpkin spice season. Yeah, let's get to this shit, Jared, because you're about to look. What's playing in the background? Something playing in the background? He talking to his wife. Are you talking to your wife? Oh, something's playing. My shit muted. Oh. It's at his house. Watch. <laughs> I, I ain't got a fucking sound coming through over <laughs> this here. This is computer Brandon playing the ad. Is on, playing Yo, in the background. I'm playing, yeah, I'm playing the ad off with Brandon. Ain't that a bitch. I told you, man. It's this shit. Yo, you're playing It is pumpkin spice season. It is the first week of October. So our very first pumpkin spice tasting. Did everyone get their pumpkin spice product this past week? Uh, uh, How did you guys get yours? You're you're very creative on how you spend your money, Jerry. I was like, what? He said we had something coming for free. At least you got it postmarked. Mine was given to me Friday as I'm in my car trying to leave work, Brandon. (laughs) Pedro, did you receive your package? Does he know that I'm diabetic? Uh, Adarius, do you want to bless the show with uh, the Lord's booty prayer real quick? Yes, I would like to. Uh, let's bow our heads, please. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, our, we, all gather here, we all gather here today uh, yeah. to make sure that we are in mind, mm. body, and booty, and good booty spirit. Yes, yes. Um, yes. Make sure your booty is healthy and clean from the inside to the outside. Mm-hmm. Exit on sure, Jesus. Ooh, Exit only, Jesus. Enter only if you consent. Jesus, yes, I want no to right. say, uh, <laughs> Jesus, I would like to thank you for keeping booty holes out of smell that minimally smells like the smell of booty hole. Um, Wipe that ass, Lord. Are, Wipe yes, that thank ass. You for, thank you, Lord, for providing white tissue. Um, we know that you come to provide the cleanliness of our tanks, Beautiful the cleanliness of our holes. And please, uh, please keep protecting uh, me from uh, sins and devils touching my booty hole and the friends and loved ones I got who have booty yes, holes. Lord. Yes, be, Lord. Yes, Lord. Build a fence. Be, that could be that could be <laughs> that could be taken over by powers that aren't you, my Lord. And booty in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Strong, beautiful, asexual prayer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, only hetero in the booty hole. <laughs> that was a lovely uh, booty hole prayer by Darius. Let's get into the show now. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score Five One Zero podcast. You can catch us at High Score Five One Zero on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on the Twitter. Also, check out our Patreon page where you can see all of our exclusive content at patreon.com backslash High Score Five One Zero. And we are here with this is AG3 coming at you with more awkward silence and more horrible answers <laughs> than what it was considered the worst NBA media day of all time. Here's your sound bite. I don't know much about crack, but it seems like a lot of crack. It seems like uh, a real lot of crack, uh, certainly for one or two people, but probably for a whole large group of people. <laughs> they could have been using some of that crack, all that real whole lot of crack. <laughs> What the hell is that from, Jerry? <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. felt like uh, making a statement about crack use. I don't know with relation to what he was talking about, but just to hear him phrase it that way was just, I was i was awestruck. A real lot of crack. Was he talking about Hunter Biden? He probably was. At some point, they're talking about Hunter Biden. We know about Hunter Biden and his vices, so to speak. He, he likes to haggle over crack with the prostitutes. In so fancy vices, hotels. Vices plural. If only Marion Barry had the funding to stay at a hotel that Hunter Biden did, he would never be caught up in this. And we are here with Hello everyone. It's your favorite captain and truck driver, Captain P Funk. Uh coming to you like uh these nervous 
lawyers that Donald Trump hired that uh, won quit. I don't know if y'all heard about that. I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here to help make this a reality. Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to our president, one Mr. Joe Biden, who was thanking all the people who helped make his visit in Indiana possible. Um, however, he referenced Jackie Walorski, who um, died several a couple months ago in a car accident. Maybe maybe he forgot. I don't know if he would have forgot. Do you guys think Joe Biden would have forgot something about like that? Yes. Yes, easily. Yeah. Old ass man. <laughs> Definitely forgot. That nigga, that nigga don't even know if he, he don't even know if he alive or not. <laughs> it sounded like Aaron when he when he stay on our Twitch stream too long, and he ready to fall asleep, and you ask him a question, and he'll give you a generic mumbling answer. Yeah, but his is twenty four hour mumbling sleeping. <laughs> Mine start kicking in after ten thirty. <laughs> that was him on uh, a real lot of crack. Joe Button was on a real lot of crack right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be, being on crack and being 76 is very similar. <laughs> Let's pray for our Presidente. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he'll make it through this term. He's struggling. He's sputtering. Anyways, and we are here with... Oh, hey, what's going on? Brandon, a.k.a. Taco Pablo. Um, you know, trying not to fumble like Melvin. Oh, Jordan hold on, right Brandon. Now. You're going to have to restart that again. Sorry, Brandon. You know, you just do this to me. Right. I like Jared to fumble <laughs> like you like them, Brandon. You yeah, try not right. to do <laughs> like it's a little, it's starting to be a running gag where every time I start to introduce myself. Oh, something like, about your I'm internet. Sorry. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, Can you start that again? Hurricane Ian. I don't know. <laughs> Can you start that again? All right, all right. Go ahead, going Brandon. On, <laughs> it's going on this Brandon, aka Taco Pablo. You know, just try not to fumble the bag here like uh, Melvin Gordon, man. Melvin Gordon on in doghouse. Also Nathaniel Hackett. Might be just what his name ins insinuates, a hack. I know you have strong thoughts on weddings. Um, I'm in the middle of planning one right now. Do you have you any are? advice for me? Who yeah. are you marrying? His name is Trevor. Okay, yeah, well, I would kind of keep it on the down low, which you failed to do that. Trevor was probably planning to, but you didn't. Uh, don't, don't say anything else about it, but as soon as the season's over, or even an off week, go elope. Trust me on that. Go elope. Because uh, basically every female in the family is going to terrorize you guys until it's over. And Trevor, unless he's crazy, is totally on my side. And trust me on this, tell him to call me because, I mean, he needs to do trust. I've told all my kids, I'll give you $10,000 extra if you elope. <laughs> Yeah, $10,000, man. Ain't, ain't that against NCAA rules? Uh, NIL deals. <laughs> it's the pregnancy clause. Not an NIL deal, man. All NIL has been all pregnancy the way from clause. school. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, shout out to Mike Leach for never a, never a dull moment, whether it's uh, talking about different kinds of candies, giving wedding advice, or locking kids in hot sheds. It's just it never ends with this guy. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what game would they be at where she's asking this instead of anything related to football. I don't know who the hell know. Where, yeah, why is she asking a question like that working for the SEC network? I don't know. Well, at least he's, uh, you know, representing Mississippi proud. It's one thing that's coming out of Mississippi that we can be proud of, right? That beautiful cracker man. And we are here with... What's up, y'all? Sadaria, a.k.a. Smoking out with... To your mom, because we're celebrating the fact that we own the podcast. Say what? What, what do you say? What, nigga? I just did my intro. Oh, I'm gonna need you to do that again. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> nigga, please. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, I'll do it again. What's up, y'all? This is dark. Do you want me to? Do you want me to say? Okay, now go. And we are here with. What's up, y'all? This is Darius, a.k.a. I, I was smoking out with your mama, but I just decided to just light Jared on fire. All right? Fuck the smoking out shit, man. I'm taking this shit to warfare now. War. Fuck this ass, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Violent crime is surging in Louisiana. Woke leaders blame the police. I blame the criminals. A mom should not have to look over her shoulder when she's pumping gas. 
I voted against the early release of violent criminals, and I opposed defunding the police. Look, if you hate cops just because they're cops, the next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. I'm John Kennedy, and I approve this message. I might vote him in. I, where, I, I might run Where the fuck are you getting these Bible Belt fucking sound bites from? That is hilarious. <laughs> and gro- oh my God, that was hilarious. Pedro, Pedro, are you around to hear this? I think Pedro missed that one. He would love that one. That's good. Pedro's favorite video. Oh, the next time you get That's in trouble, wild. call a crackhead. Call, call a crackhead. Call a crackhead. <laughs> I'm John Kennedy. Yo, and I approve this message. <laughs> Oh, wow. You gotta play that with Pedro. Wow. Come back. Wait a minute. I heard, I heard, I heard it. <laughs> you heard that, that, has re- that has to be a rebound, man. Come on, man. That's not real. You gotta be kidding me. Running for U.S. Senate. Remember when U.S. Senators used to lease, even if they were racist, they still had some kind of standards, right? Like, I'm racist. I'm not gonna help black people and I'm not gonna vote. I'm gonna vote everything down that might help them. But at least when I'm running for office, I'm not going to say anything that's just downright stupid or bigotry or anything. Those days are gone. Oh, sure. It starts with buses. But next, they will want to integrate schools and restaurants. And before you know, some nigga will want to integrate the sweet pink nether regions of your white wife or your white daughter or your dear sweet white grandmother. That's hilarious. Yeah, had enough nigga. It was like, we're going right after you, know, we, This is 1960 all over again. We had enough of you, Negroes. You playing sound bites that made me want to lynch myself. <laughs> <laughs> that was John, Senator John Kennedy representing Louisiana. So uh, yeah, shout out to Gary sense. Chambers. Take him down, brother. Take him down. Shout out to Gary Chambers in uh, Louisiana. Hopefully uh, they can get a guy like Kennedy out of there. Um, and maybe, maybe, maybe they'll just instead call a crackhead. <laughs> now, you know he, he just gave me a bright idea man i might start a new like personal security crackhead service i don't know much about crack but it seems like a lot of crack like like you know we can't stop people from stealing your shit but you know what we can stand on the corner our rates are cheap well you um, know what my thing is like if you look like you don't have your dentures in with your dentures in you shouldn't be allowed to be in the senate <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this was hilarious. I can't. I, I, I'm not mad at it. I'm glad I showed up on time. Today. <laughs> the next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. The way he said it was call a crackhead. <laughs> call one. Oh, call him. No, I just imagine there's some intern that tried to talk about saying that. It was like, hey, you really call can't. a crackhead. Brandon, no, that's it's... you thinking positive. I imagine the intern is <laughs> juicing him up, man. That shit's perfect. It oh, probably the- was a black intern like me that, that don't, didn't even vote for him. Man, this shit is perfect, man. Put, post it. Call post it. We winning. Winning. Hashtag winning. <laughs> also, if you guys need, call AG3 Crackhead Security Service. It seems like uh, a real lot of crack. Uh, and my name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. Billionaire Mackenzie Scott is back, back on the market. She is filing from, for divorce from her husband, Ben Jewett. I hate to say his name on here, but he did, we don't have enough followers where it's going to be a thing for him. But a former yeah, Seattle-based school teacher. Anyway. She likes school teachers, but not long enough to be married for a year. So anyways, uh, what do you guys think about that? I think Aaron just put in his resume. <laughs> put it damn man. I'll, I'll sign a prenup. I'll sign a prenup. You you figure out the numbers. All of it more than I got now, so I'll sign it. <laughs> Aaron will figure out how to, how to deplete you your funds while y'all still married. Aaron's like, no, I, I just want to move in for a while. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't depleting no funds. I'm just brother just get a brother just getting his credit a little better in a PlayStation Five in each room. I ain't I ain't depleting no funds. She a billionaire. I ain't depleting nothing. I'm a I'm I'm Philip uh Philip uh, uh, uh God damn it. <laughs> Read this word, philanthropic. So, AG3, we're going to get you, uh, we're going to help, you know, we should do like a little like video for you, like a video montage. We could talk about why you are the perfect man for her, Aaron, and what you propose, what you bring to the table. We got to talk about things you bring to the table for her. Yeah, man. 
because I, I think bring some rubs. I yeah, bring man, meals. Let's, let's write this out. Let's really send this out. To what if we got Michael B. Jordan to play you like in a thing that says, "Here we go." See, this is every time Jerry, every every idea just ruins the great discussion. It goes off the rails. Doesn't it? We just everything going. All right, let's get into this. Ag three. List your top. Three to five things that you bring to the table for Mackenzie Scott. Okay, well, we all know we. Uh, I'll 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 go in decent in order, decent in order. Okay, so first thing I'm gonna bring, like I said, man, someone that pay attention to you every day, that that's there, happy. I'm gonna be there smiling. I'm gonna have a bigger smile than Brandon had his whole life. My smile is gonna be. You're doing this in descending order. Yeah, descending order. Because number two is number bringing, two is I'm a good house husband. Is the best thing you can offer her? No, no, nope. That's the third best. That's the third best. The second best is I'm a good I house see, husband. I see you're going upward, upward. Okay, going up, yeah, 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 I'm going upward. Okay. So I was about the, to say, nigga, if the top thing you could do is care and pay attention. You're already uh, you're at a bad start. My second, my second thing is I'm a great house husband, you know, making sure the house is in order, cooking, cleaning, taking care of some daily needs, picking up dry cleaning, you know, doing all the things. I do all the little Hold things, on. right? This woman has a billions of dollars. You think she needs We don't need no maids. We don't need no maids because I'm taking care of your man no, taking care of it. Your man taking care of it. Domestic ability. Your man, my domestic ability. Hey, hey, I chop wood. I chop wood. should be. I can dick you down. All right. Start That's my there. number right. one. That's, That's the number, number one thing. Yeah. I'm going that to be in an order. Number one thing God, is yeah. number one thing. The school teacher didn't have no no. Do you do she know what do she know what it is, Jared? <laughs> Tell me that. Do Miss Kenzie Scott know what it is? Do any of y'all know what a BBC is? No. Oh, you don't want to know. It does much damage. I don't know if she knows that. Because if she know and everybody else know, that's number one. Number one, she get that one eye Alabama black snake, right? <laughs> and I'm talking about you get that as much as you wanted. Even in my old age, I'm still I've still got the stamina for some reason. You know, I don't need none of that eugenics. You tell Frank Frank Thomas, I got built in you eugenics. It's called red dirt and watermelon and deer meat. <laughs> I, you know what? She got money. We be using her money to import Alabama deer meat and red dirt and watermelon and some red vinegar every imported every week. <laughs> that's all i know all i know is you know what? i'm also good at dropping off at pilates and your acupuncture class because you're gonna need it all afterwards mckenzie i just i just i just satisfied one of those, one of those rituals too. like a black panther where they crush up all this watermelon and red dirt and they give you some sort of <laughs> give you to it yeah, you, you give it to an ointment brandon i go all night ironically I enough all you get all of the things you're talking about off of amazon Right. Well, <laughs> she I, get the satisfier too, but she can't get she can't get the BBC off Amazon. I, 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 I will I will say it. You know what? You can't you cannot lead with the BBC because nope. guess what? They're at, at that level. There are professionals that actually do that. Like I'm not trying to. <laughs> she, ain't, get, she ain't trying to get a professional. professional. She ain't and, trying to get a professional. She's trying to get she's trying to get that that amateurism. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> she wants real love, real BBC yeah. love. That's what I'm providing, that real BBC love. Will you cuddle with her after you give her the BBC? Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Pedro. I'll even, if she wants to, say the N-word during the middle of it, I'll allow that. Exactly. In fact, I might suggest it. You cheap nigga. Get this. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Tell me. Tell me. I'm a, I'll role play. I'll act like the Amazon delivery driver. I'll do it all. Where Phil recipient. That's worth some money. Am I the only one aroused right now? But why would to call you nigga Kerblanche is kind of that's that's worth it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she know oh, she man. know she know that 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 that's just to some arousal. What's going to happen is somebody gonna get pregnant. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's a good point, Aaron, for real. Like half of that is, is right up my alley. But you gotta be creative, Aaron. You can't just send a letter. Like this is McKenzie, this is Mackenzie Scott. How do you get her attention, right? That's the number one thing, right? Like, you got to play it, but how do you get her to, to see it? I don't have what LL got. <laughs> I got, I don't got biscuits. I got a loaf of bread. Come get this, ladies. You're going to eat. Come get, <laughs> you hear that? Look at that. That's a mating call. <laughs> That's a mating call. Right, I was reading an yeah, article about somebody who, um, who, sent their, uh, who sent their resume to Nike on a cake. Right, like they got their attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they got they, they, they get hired. Now I would not see my job. I would not see my job. It's about winning. No, 
No, but everybody everybody saw it, but she got a job though. She like the follow-up is she, she got found a job. A job. Yeah, she got a job from other people, but yeah, yeah. She definitely didn't get the Nike job. Niggas fucking. All right, Aaron, up. we gotta get but, you go viral. What can we do? Hey, how about we have you man, do like we don't even know if she online, Jared. God damn it. Yeah. It don't matter if you're online, man. She nah, has to yeah. see the sh- Yeah, we can shit. tag her on Twitter, tag her on LinkedIn. Man, I'm telling yeah, you, we see, got Aaron, you know, I, there's I think, ways I to think get you need to go and find a bill. The closest billboard outside her house. You need to put all your attributes up there with a picture of yourself and your phone number. <laughs> Take a picture of the old me. <laughs> Aaron, we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. We can get you. Maybe you should say you're trying out to be the the next island boy unless you marry her. Here maybe we that, go. Maybe she'll give you some sympathy with that. <laughs> Here we go. God damn it. I'm going to turn You know what? Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Adaris. Thank you guys for really, really putting good ideas out, really hearing me, really, really putting your best foot forward. Because <laughs> Jared ain't doing it, man. <laughs> Jared's like, Jared's like cut, just cut your dick off and send it to her so she can really see. Man, with Jared's advice, I wouldn't be able to get a, a, a Tijuana prostitute on nickel night. Gavin Newsom signed wow. into law a bill that will crack down on catalytic converter theft. They ain't uh, cracking down on shit. The bill will make people who take <laughs> catalytic converters, disposal stations, and whatnot, the people turning them in have to have record or proof of ownership of the catalytic converters. But uh, what do you guys think about that? This law, this should be a law, federal law, 15 years ago. That law ain't going to do shit, man, because the first thing, the repercussions of breaking the law are so low, it's worth them. They could pay the fine their first two times. If they get if they get caught, they could pay it off of one catalytic converter. This is down one catalytic converter. It's not enough. See, this is the reason why uh, we're having high costs of cars now. Raw materials, pretty precious metals. This is all niggas' fault. Then, the, come on, we still, oh, we still man, talking. Hold on, Pedro. Get off subject. Pedro, here, here we no, go, man. No, we we, 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 not, we completed the circle. I wasn't finished. <laughs> okay, is Pedro it's in the bathtub? Pedro taking a shit. No. Oh no, man. I think I personally think they're mostly white and Mexicans stealing these Cadillac converters, man. No niggas trying to get on a car like that. I got two niggas under my car. I group Mexican. Oh, for real? Two black dudes. One was under the car, another dude was on the lookout. I group whole white trash, Mexicans, and niggas under the nigga category. <laughs> also, I wasn't finished. I was saying this is also the reason because white folks would just go pay sky high prices for cars. And I'm pissed off about this shit right now, regardless of what they're worth. They no damn Chevy uh, Suburban with $80,000, $100,000. Crazy ass honkies. Crack ass, crack ass. Uh, Pedro, are you, are you J- recording J- from a soup pantry right now? You hear an echo? Nigga, it sounds like you in like- the bathroom leaning over the bathtub. <laughs> oh, no, I hear my, my son out the tub. Okay, okay, yeah, you in the bathroom. You sound like you're in the bathroom. You're in the bathroom. We, you, we asked you that question. Why are you looking out of the bathtub? Because he has autism, Darius. Oh, okay. So I thought I'm it was. Sensitive. Don't you got an older son? Don't you got an no, older yeah. son? I yes, I got an older son. Okay. I'm now I'm okay, sensitive. I thought you, you heard my feelings, Darius. You're canceled. You're canceled, Darius. You're canceled, Darius. You're canceled, Darius. Pedro does the hurt. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pedro. Man, We're sort of justice. Right Pedro been waiting for cars to go on sale for about three years now. Dude, yeah, that's the thing. Pedro, <laughs> Pedro, man, you know what? He don't want to blame who. One reason why cars. People. When Obama it's, did the cash yeah, for clunkers, a rich white people. Those white people for clunkers also fucked that up too, Pedro. Yeah, that in your boy Trump allowing uh coronavirus to spread. Okay, now going back to catalytic converters, the the penalty is not enough. The penalty for your first fine is what? It was a thousand dollars. The second fine is two thousand. I told you, what, I think believe the states Michigan that did a similar thing months ago, way yeah. a long time ago, and then theirs, you lose your business license. 
You have to shut down. You're suspended for so long. Then you lose your business license. That's a real penalty. This bullshit, man, two catalytic converters are one and you already paid the fine off. It's worth it. This is half assing it. This that Gavin Newsom half ass shit, man. You keep bringing this nigga up in the, in the excuse me. See, he made me mad. Got me saying he's, he's trying to get ready to run for president. That's what he's trying to do. He's like, you keep bringing him up. Yeah, I think you his main supporter. I think you you lobbying for oh, a job. No, 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 no. He's part of the establishment. He's part of the established bourgeoisie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For a job. I'm not saying I would rather ha- have Ron DeSantis to him, but the two of them are like they ready for a, a heavyweight fight in the uh, presidential uh, primary. <laughs> Kamala Harris be the vice president for him too. Yeah, yeah, him too. Uh, the bill says that uh, recyclers of catalytic converters will need to include additional information from now on um, into the written record, including the year, make, and model of the vehicle from which the converter was removed, and a copy of the title of the vehicle for which the catalytic converter was removed. So. So whoever's selling it to them, they're putting this barrier up saying they have to provide these forms of documentation for you to then enter into uh, some kind of probably it'll probably be some database that's probably about as well as run as the PPP loan database they had uh, in I 2020. I mail it all my forms, man. I got this from a cabbage. Patch I got it. I got another reason. This is another fault. There's another fault for some rich white folks. Premium fuel should be across the board when they made let it fuel and made regular fuel. Premium fuel is just fuel. It's less refined. Why the hell are we adding shit to our fuel? Call a crackhead. Make it straight. We're stretching it out. Hey, you might Man, have to call a crackhead. You got to call a crackhead. He'll tell no, you we're why. Putting ethanol, <laughs> we're putting ethanol. That's the reason why you have to have catalyst converters because um, they can they can solve a lot of this stuff, a lot of the emission control things at the pump. But rich white folks control the world in Arabians. Mm-hmm. The reason <laughs> we got to pay a premium. It is still profit. I don't know. Man, I can't stand all of these. <laughs> you, said, you said Arabian like you beefing with Jafar. Oh, Al-Qaeda, kiss my ass. <laughs> I mean, like he, like he gonna put some money down at the track, man. He gotta... <laughs> In other news, Herschel Walker is set to debate Senator Raphael Warnock for the Georgia Senate. The debate is supposed to be October 14th. This agreement for the debate is after months of posturing and avoidance by one said Mr. Walker. Here's what he had to say in the summer. Herschel, uh, Senator Raphael Warnock wants to debate you. You didn't debate during the primaries where you walked away with 68% of the Republican votes. Why won't you commit to a debate? Well, first of all, Senator Warnock has nothing else to talk about. He don't want to talk about the high gas prices. He don't want to talk about the high groceries. I've told him many times, I'm ready to debate him anytime, any day. I just want to make it for the fans, not about a political party or about some media. And all he's doing is talking. I want to make it a fair and equitable debate for the people. Did this nigga just Echidable. say Echidable. didn't did this nigga Echidable. just say he uh, wanna Echidable make debate? Is he, I don't know. The nigga said I'm pretty sure he said he wanna make the debate uh for the fans, fans. and not a political <laughs> thing. <laughs> what fans is this nigga talk? I think this nigga's happy he's popular again. He like <laughs> I'm famous again. <laughs> My fans is everywhere. <laughs> they still all right. Where is this debate going to be at, Jared? Because the one in Macon got canceled. The one in Macon got canceled because it was going to be too hard for all of them to 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 join that one. So they, they, I don't think they want to stretch uh, Herschel too thin. It's like back to back, back to back nights of having to uh, sit in front of cameras for three hours and talk <laughs> coherently. I think might be a strain on them. So they're like, let's just commit to also, one. Like he's just like. Xing all of the things political. I don't want to talk about nothing political. I don't want to talk about gas. Nigga, we can talk about who makes the best waffle, nigga. I hop a Denny's. We can talk about (laughs) burgers, nigga. We can talk about which team is going to make the playoffs this year, but I don't want to talk about anything political, nigga. It's like, we can talk about the gas and the grocery. Yeah, it's like, what else are y'all talking about? He he wants to make it for the fans, guys. So, what kind of fans are you thinking Herschel Walker is speaking of when he talks about wanting to make sure this debate is good for the fans? Only fans. (laughs) (laughs) What's scaring me in in the polls is shows him only down a few points. It's like, are people really this stupid or is this just people trolling the polls? 
Uh, it's tough because polls, a lot of polls also, a lot of polls do also have their own inherent biases of who they represent. Yeah. So they'll poll certain areas that tend to lean a certain way or they'll poll certain demographics and age ranges that, you know, saying they're focused on. So you're getting, you know, you always have to read what are some of like the controls of the poll or, you know, where they actually poll at, because you can basically lie with any poll you want to. You know, there's just like all the people were lying that Hillary is going to win in 2016, that trifling bitch. Yeah, and that that poll told her that she didn't need to go to Indiana, <laughs> or Iowa, Ohio, and it's like, Iowa. And hey, Hillary, the polls it. say that you don't even need to try in the debates. Don't even argue. Obama, with the Obama guy. destroyed them polls, so we 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 already saw the Obama. Uppity white Rose folks, uppity <laughs> Democrat white folks. Mm-hmm. Those are, who, those are Jared's favorites. Well, anyways, the the face off is set. Herschel Walker said this past week that he's uh, looking forward to it and going into it with um, open mind. He said this. On prepare, and I'm this country boy, you know, I'm not that smart. And he's that preacher, he's a smart man, wear these nice suits. So he's gonna show up and embarrass me at the debate October the 14th. And I'm just waiting, you know, I'll show up and I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best. He sounded like a straight slave. Uh, he a preacher, though. Like he got a nice suit. <laughs> All I got is blazing. I will say he's, he's getting coached up real well, man. He's like, hey, man, I'm just a redneck. Just don't yeah. don't don't expect anything from me, man. He's got he the one with the college degree. Yeah. <laughs> There's a war on intellect going on in the political sphere right now, which is a little bit uh, concerning, I would say. Um, what do you guys think about Herschel Walker and his posturing to sound like a defeated uh, House Negro? Smart move. <laughs> That's because he is. Great move. Great move. <laughs> yeah, man. You don't want to pretend like you're smart and then figure out, oh, shit, I, this person knows way more than me. People want to ask me all the time why I'm running. I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of them want to teach CTR in, in school. Like, no, nah, man, you you got to figure it out, man. I'm yeah, going to make it for the fans to talk about the groceries and the gas. <laughs> He's pre-apologizing right now for saying shit like edible. On Critical race theory. Can you tell me what that means? <laughs> Can anybody tell me what that means? What that means? <laughs> well, I'm, me I'm one of the best house Negroes. I'm just going to go up there and say, hey, Massa, let me in the house. I get to sleep on the second floor. Look, I don't mind debating him. He's going to talk about something. You know, I'm, I'm trying to do this for the OnlyFans. That's what I'm trying to do it for. <laughs> OnlyFans, you know, Buster Sierra. Uh, Amaroth, uh, but he ain't gonna uh, do it for the, the Native fans. Americans, not those fans because no, nah, they ran, they ran, they don't, they don't even need the OnlyFans, that they outran the OnlyFans. Another big question who is the guilty party? Should we start at the beginning where African Americans sold your the African American ancestors into slavery and to a slave trader who eventually sold the African American ancestors to slave owners, the slave owners who had no success and no luck trying to make a Native American who land they took become their slave because the Native American ran away. <laughs> they was faster than the, than the black people for slaves. They thought it was fine then to use African-American who didn't know the country, didn't know the language, didn't know the religion, and they didn't run away. They ran I'll away. Be doing for the, I'll be doing for the school. In school. <laughs> I want to. I hope Christian Walker walks out with them and like is like his hype man, kind of like you know a boxing match or something like that. You, you know, Floyd Mayweather always had like Justin Bieber and and somebody else. You know, walking in with them. Like maybe you can have Christian Walker walking beside him. You know, what I'm saying maybe doing some cartwheels and some twerking uh, while wearing uh, sequins and glitter. I want to see a YouTube <laughs> fight. I want to see Jake Paul set up Christian Walker versus uh, Jackson. Mahomes, that would be a tight fight. Battle, battle of the light skin, the light skin idiots. <laughs> Hell or high yellow. <laughs> That's a good one, Jim. In news this week, Tua Tagovailoa. Tua Tagovailoa. How do you say his last name, Aaron? Come on, man. <laughs> no, not that way. <laughs> 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 just keep trying, Jerry. Just I can't say, trying. Aaron. I need your help. Somebody. Oh, I want to see Can any of you niggas say Manola. I get I get magic moments for saying shit wrong. I'm gonna let you keep saying it. Tua I... Tre- Trevor Noah. <laughs> this magic moment. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Trevor Noah. He's leaving the daily show. Anyways, Tua yes. Tavagaloa 
was hit real hard. Actually, he's pulled down to the ground after an apparent head injury last week against the Bills. He hit the ground and was immediately unconscious as his hands and arms started seizing up and he was throwing up, looked like some kind of signs with his hands. It was not good. It was not good. He was out. What do you guys think about the whole Tua situation? And did the NFL or did the Dolphins rush him back too soon? I think they I think they've uh admitted they that they were wrong by firing the doctor that was in charge of whether or not the, he was the going. player the player association fired the yeah, doctor. The player the association. Yeah, I think they've I think they found some things that uh were not up to stuff. I think more people get fired and the team's definitely gonna get fired by this man. Because it's not a good look for for anybody involved, especially the Dolphins. We'll see. We'll see how much the doors come falling off. The doctor is an in, independent hired by the players association to work at each at each team. I feel like after a while, they just you need to rotate them. You need to have several doctors on contract each year. They switch or something, because after a while, you just become basically like part of the team. I feel like, you know, who knows? That doctor was probably out, probably feeling like he was part of the team. Who knows? Probably got into places for free, got the best tables for dinner. It's like, oh, you with the Dolphins, aren't you? Yeah, you come in. So, you know, he got to he got to stick up for his team. And the Player Association hired these independent doctors because they're supposed to protect the players from themselves and from their teams and owners or coaches who want to push people back. So, you know, when he when he when he went down on that Sunday, I was like, oh, that's a concussion. And then he came back and they were like, it's a back injury. I was like, OK, here we go. Yeah, that, I had here a question about that. Like they're like his uh, they said his back it. locked up and. That's what caused him to stutter and stumble. Let me tell you, my back locked up <laughs> plenty of times. And had back, no one's had more back injuries on this show than me. And let me tell you, you don't stumble like that. In fact, if anything, you grab your, you fall straight to the ground, clutching your back. You don't take some steps and, and stumble. There's no stumbling with the back injury. As soon as that yeah. shit hurt, you just go straight to the ground. You go down to the ground and say, God, if you listen Hell! Yeah, that that's what they put on his. Uh, I think they got that same person who helped uh, who helped Sir smoke a lot, and they got him and put a, got his doctor. It was like, hey man, no, nah, I wasn't a head injury. He needs a backyotomy at the end of the season. Doctor said I need a backyotomy. No, your back is one of those things. Like if it hurts, like you, your teammates ain't gonna help you up. Like yeah. you need to be laying down. <laughs> you gonna be laying down for a minute. Yeah, it was weird because they're like he had a back injury, and it's like, well, what's worse, having the head injury or the back injury? Because like. It's like you're going in there to get hit hard into the, your back and your spine and your body. Like they're not even going for your head and you get hit in the head. That's that's a serious thing. But your back, I would think, is even like just as a serious issue as the head. They act like, no, nah, his back's good. He good. <laughs> man, it, this is the play of today's society. This man go down, hit his head and wobble when he stands back up. And they're going to put out the videos out there. So to be bold enough to be like, oh, no, man, that's a back end. They think they got in their mind, hey, we can trick anybody. We just got to get this man back on the field. They, to me, they kind of did that with Patrick Mahomes when he had the uh, concussion uh, when they lost to uh, Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. But, you know, just the, the protocols and all the stuff they're supposed to have, they, they think they can get away with this stuff. Everybody wants to believe a lot. So that's, I believe that's the reason why they did it. It's it's getting silly. Yeah, it looked like that nigga was suffering from carpal tunnel after that hit. I don't know what was going on with his hands. I saw some crazy shit. I hope the Dolphins get no shit ton of trouble, man, because like that dude was fucked up, bro. Compacting onto that and already having an injured brain, and you go through injuries like he just did this week. That that's when you get like permanent damage, bro. Yeah, know, like that's when you start. That's when you start shooting shooting out the you know, Escalade in front of clubs and shit. So. Yeah, they gotta get that. They gotta get that shit fixed, man. Yeah, they said uh, second impact syndrome is, I think, what it's called. And there was uh, a couple things I saw posted on it, and there was um, a neuro trauma specialist or something like that that went on the Levit. Shout out to Levitar so, uh, sponsorship, who went on there and said that like you get the first concussion and your brain is you know has a certain level of damage and the brain starts to heal itself and cells are trying to regenerate, but when you get the second one too soon all those cells that are healing basically just they cause them to die and you lose those cells permanently um and so that's the real scare and issue with uh what they call the second impact injury where you you don't allow enough time between the first one um to allow your brain to heal properly and then you just have permanent damage that's in, incurred so in other news 
Deion Sanders came out this week on the Earn Your Pleasure podcast and had this to say about young athletes today and why pro athletes rarely play two Was sports. Earn your play- pleasure or your leisure? Oh, earn your leisure. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't read good. On the Earn Your Leisure podcast. Sound like a strip. Sound like a strip. Earn your pleasure. Leisure and pleasure, similar things. So I just, yeah, anyways. Uh, here's a, a clip. The key's out of it. Because now you got this coach who's getting handsomely paid by this high school or the seven on seven team or this AU team that's telling that kid, hey, you need to just focus on this boy and you go all the way. No, man. Why? Because you just focus on that. You ain't go all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Let the kids be a kid. I mean, what, what, what we did? We played everything back in the day, right? Yeah. Now everything is, 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 is singular. Hyper focus. Yes, it's, it's, it's singular. You that's not fair to the kid. You gotta let a kid be a kid. I remember as soon as we lost in the playoffs in basketball, the next day I'm leading off. You know, soon as uh, football was over, that jumper was wet. The next day, I mean, we <laughs> lost on a Friday. I was hoping we played that Saturday. <sighs> so that's just how it was, man. So nowadays is. Football, 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 basketball, basketball is all year round. Sports are all year round now. They're not just seasonal. Right. They don't talk the kids out of it. Um, what well, do you guys think about that? Well, maybe he should have slowed down or, you know, he might have kept his toes. Tell me he didn't just say that. <laughs> damn, Pedro. Oh, God damn. I think I'm over here and suffer from diabetes just had a slice of pizza. You make me feel bad. <laughs> Too soon, Pedro, baby. Oh, too soon. He even liked and commented on one of our Instagram posts, Pedro. We, we, he can go on a show oh, maybe one day. You over here. <laughs> hey, but he was very open about that loss. I, I gave him credit for also being very open about that process, you know, because it was a tough thing for him. You know, last year, Kirk Herbstreit came out and was like, you know, these new college players don't love the game the same way that we used to when we played or her, 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 her. And uh, Deion Sanders was kind of like anti that in, in some of the things you're saying and I, elaborating on the hyper focusness of playing, you know, a year round sport. Do you think that that is contributing to why players, when they get to the highest levels, are falling out of love with these said sports, per se? He said one thing that got me and it resonated with me. And I tell this to my grandkids. Be a kid. It's okay to be a kid. Like you said, they put too much into one thing. You got these helicopter parents always focused on, oh, we're gonna we're gonna send you to this soccer league, or we're gonna send you to this baseball league, or we're gonna send you to this academy. You're not spreading your talent out, being, you know, just being open and free-minded, not being a kid. It takes away from the fun of Athletic, it takes away from the fun of all the sports. That's that's why you got saturated, racially saturated sports right now, because uh, these kids are not being kids. Aaron and I tell you, he played football, basketball. You uh, play bitches. <laughs> play bitches. I definitely played bitches. I played that game more than I tried to play any other. Didn't play it well. I didn't play it well, but I played it. <laughs> I tried to play the bitches in churches in church and didn't work. I don't like men no more. I thought I like women. Women, 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 women. <laughs> <laughs> no audience, Pedro. No audience. I agree with Pedro. I agree with Pedro. Like, you know, the hyper focus, and maybe you do have a point there, Jared. Maybe that could lead to the point of players burning out of sports. Because, you know, I remember uh, who was it? Some uh, was it Dan Plezak or it was one of the NF one. Uh, no, someone better than him. That was a former pitcher. I think it was it one of the Braves. I remember Tom Glavin played ice hockey. He, he was a pitcher. And there was another one of their pitchers that was like, well, I, I, I was a pitcher. And then I played on the football team. He was like, we always threw, but we threw different sports, right? Then I played yeah. basketball. You play different things and you build up different muscles. I think that does lead to the burnout is the hyper focalization of just specializing of one sport. It could lead to burnout. Like, yeah, we played everything, too, when we were younger. It was about playing everything. I can't imagine just being like, hey, my basketball coach said, you want to play this? It's the only thing you can play. I mean, my basketball coach wanted us to run track. He wanted us to run cross country. I told him, no, I joined the track team so I could be a jumper. I was like, I ain't doing all that damn running. 
he lost his mind, right? Because he was like, man, I'm, I want to bring on this press. We're going to press the whole game. I was like, well, we don't have to get in basketball shape during basketball season. I ain't running no cross country. Yeah, he's, like, trying oh, to, he's trying to get y'all to look like an old vegan. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, didn't you run? I thought you ran cross country. No, I ran track. I ran track. I was a hell with that cross country. Who, I can't who run. Who the hell long. ran cross country? Somebody well, looked malnourished. Some friends of ours, some friend of yours that looked malnourished. I could have sworn that was you. It wasn't me. I sure as hell was not going around cross country. Not in the damn valley, too. I went to school in the valley with all that damn heat. I wasn't going to run cross country. I feel as though there is the chance that, you know, kids can burn out. They're exposed to it. There's the pressure and the money as they go through some of these systems is is getting greater and greater nowadays. And I think the kids can feel that. Brandon, for you, did you ever love football at any point? And, you know, saying, was there a point in time where you where you were just like, I don't love this enough to do this at this level, you know, being a, a former scholarship athlete, Brandon. I feel like my love of football is kind of like how Pedro describes his interactions with his wife. I think. <laughs> damn. Damn. Did I ever love her? Damn. Talk about the last yeah. week's interactions. <laughs> sure. <laughs> do I want to go to practice today? Nah, man. I should do that today. <laughs> Should I go tomorrow? No, no, no. No, man, I think, for, no, for me, I never was, like, sort of the diehard, like, I'm going to play football sort of person. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I grew up playing everything. I played I played football. Uh, you know, I ran track. I, uh, he also played bitches. <laughs> the, he, he might not admit it now, but he also played bitches. I, I, that's not how I would describe it. But... Brandon called it musical whores. I mean, chairs. <laughs> he called it <laughs> He, got play, plan, he played the games on the schedule. Excuse me, Brandon. Brandon so I, would, I, would, I would say they weren't it's, about, they weren't it's about, I would say it's about two steps below Derek Jeter, but about a thousand steps bigger than Jared. I would twice a <laughs> 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 thousand steps. I have step <laughs> so basically, you were in the game. You were in the game. You were in the game. But no, I'm no, I met those people, though. Those people that were like, man, I play football. This is what I'm going to be doing with the rest of my life. I'm into this. And then some other people are like, man, dude, like somebody offered me, you know, essentially $40,000, $60,000 play football for a couple of years. And I go, I could leave school without being, without being in debt. I remember our high school punter was like really good. Like he was, he was getting recruited by all these schools or whatever. And he was like, well, if I don't get an academic scholarship, I'll just go play football. And that was his decision. He's like, I don't really like football, but I'll do it. <laughs> if it's going to pay for me to go to school, he ended up getting an academic scholarship, so not playing. But uh, you got to think about how many kids that you knew growing up really love something like from an early age and you knew that that's what the fuck they were going to be doing. Yeah. It's very, very small. Like my friend Sam, I knew from high school, like he was always in wrestling. And guess what he does now? He's fucking wrestling, right? Uh-huh. Uh, there's certain people you see that line, but like for most kids, like you don't know what the fuck they're going to really be into. It's kind of hard to predict that. Yeah. Um, even if your parents really want you to do it, even if your parent, even if your friends really want you to do it, it's kind of hard to, to well, predict what you're really going to be into. So would you say there's a is there a bigger percentage of student athletes that are looking at their time being a football player, playing for big time college, we'll say that are seeing it just as a transaction? Is there a bigger percentage of players that see it just as a transaction? Like this is a means to end for me to get my education. And even if I was actually like really, really good, I don't even know if I would go play in the NFL. Like, is there a bigger percentage of those type of type of people uh you would say in, in in the college locker room from your experience it is the well, what's the athletic delusion that you get right like so everybody's not thinking oh i'll just do this as as ends of me like there's some people who know where they are on the on the team or whatever but most people feel like i'm probably i can get drafted if i really work hard at this mm-hmm. but most people are like all right cool i'm just trying to get through practice so i don't get cut <laughs> so most yeah there's a few that are like i'm really good <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you know who it is. I mean, the thing about the thing about sports is like you know who's good and who's not good because you see them every day. Um, so you can't really be a delusional, right? And I always say, like, you'll be 18 years old and realize you're not good at the thing that you thought you were gonna do. However, if you decide you want to be a rapper or an actor or some dancer or a nurse or some shit like that, you might not find out till you're fucking 45 <laughs> that you're not actually good at this thing <laughs> or that you even like it. But I think that's the thing about the thing about sports is like you could say like I'm gonna do this one thing, this is one thing, but at the end of it, if you're terrible at it, like the worst case scenario is you're 18 years old 
and you realize, oh, I didn't get picked up by any colleges. I didn't get I didn't get drafted in, it, in the NBA. I didn't get drafted in the Canadian Football League or whatever. A lot of kids think they're going to go pro. Um, I had a couple of friends who weren't who like who were starters on Boise, but they weren't getting any looks by the NFL. But they went on to play Canadian football, and that was good enough for them because they really want to be a a pro oh. athlete. It's levels like what your expectations are, but there's only a few, only so many spots, man. There's only so many spots. Yeah. What about what about you, Aaron, with your experience at Cal, being a team manager and 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 gymnastics groupie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Around all the people. Well, the gymnastics it was easy because they're really past their prime, man. That's one reason why I was like, man, why are these gymnastic girls so curvy? We never watch this shit on, on TV and Olympics. They don't look like these. But boys like they pass their prime, man. That's why. And I was like, man, they no, no. I, I told him no. They just now getting into their prime. They just now entering. This the better prime. That's what made me a gymnastics group. We didn't like gymnastics before that. Learned all the rules and everything else. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I agree with what Brandon said. That's been most experience. Like some people know, like, okay, like this is, I'm just going to be a college athlete. So let me get my education. Let me work hard. I like being an athlete. They like being an athlete though. Right. And like, you know, being an athlete is you come to terms pretty early. Like, you know, you know where your skills are, if you're going to do it or not, or where you're going to be and how, you know, especially once you get like college age, it's, it's kind of right there in your face. You feel more sorry for the ones who are predicted to go do something. And then when they don't make it, you feel bad. Like we had a guy that led the nation in scoring. He was leading the nation scoring, broke his foot, got drafted, never played in one NBA game. Even though he was drafted first round. And then there was another guy who was supposed to be all world, this and that, ended up playing overseas. You know, he kept pushing that NBA dream and never happened. You know, for a lot of athletes, they know, especially at, especially back then with the women athletes, because the WNBA just formed my first year, right before my first year working with women's basketball. The WNBA and the other league, remember, it was two leagues at once. And the, um, one of them had Jennifer Azy in it. And, and actually, that one had better basketball, but the WNBA was backed by the NBA. Yeah. So I helped it a lot more. I remember, I think it was until like my next year that there was actually the first girl I ever heard that really had like WNBA aspirations. Mm-hmm. Right. The rest of them were like, you know, I'm an athlete, I'm getting my education. It was much different with the women's side. You know, when I was in equipment room, I get around the guys, they were a little different, but the, but the women's side were definitely a lot more grounded with their approach to being an athlete. They love being an athlete. They love doing the work. They love being part of a team. They didn't see this as like something that they was going to try to make a dream to make millions off of, right? Yeah, I know. I feel like what's presented is like the, the big spectacle of the sports at their highest peaks, whether it's the tournaments or, you know, the big rivalry games and just like the sports media that's around it with these big you know, it's like ESPN and other, you know, Fox Sports playing these games on TV. So there's like an aura of like, you know, I think a lot of kids come up thinking that these, all these people are thinking that they're going to go pro and and they don't realize like a lot of these athletes you're watching that are doing some pretty amazing stuff, even at the college level are really just doing this. For, this is like their last stop and their career is going to end in this sport. Um, and I don't think kids really realize that until they get older. So like, you know, you have these big dreams and you're thinking, you know, off of, what you're seeing on in this in this you know sports media that like everyone's got that big dream and you gotta you know you're gonna work for it and if you're f- hyper focused on one sport you know what I'm saying uh, I can see that like really you know what I'm saying having some heartbreaking implications or just you know kids burning out and you know um, not loving the sport and the, the same by the by the end of it. It is pumpkin spice season, my friends. It is pumpkin spice season, and to honor the first week of October and our initial very first. Pumpkin spice tasting of 2022. We have Oreo brand pumpkin spice flavor cream. Pumpkin spice Oreos. Hey man, Aaron, Aaron, just gonna tell your Aaron and Pedro to get your uh, medical ID badges out. Have your copay ready. Might as well just take my Kaiser card to my fucking chest. Right here. <laughs> Do I have everything? Yeah, yeah. Is that, you is that a shot? Your insulin shot or something? <laughs> He's holding it upside down. You're holding it upside down, Pedro. Got an EpiPen. He got an EpiPen. And- oh, God. Jared, that was smell real, man. Ooh. Mm. Oh, that smell. They did not smell good, man. This yeah. smells like a beautiful white woman with white claw body spray on. This smells like synthetic car I think, I think Jared really, really loves I think he probably puts it on white women, but I think he really loves... 
It is Every pumpkin spice season. So we are today, we are taste testing. Pedro, there's an easy open on the top, nigga. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving it out to here some more. <laughs> we have the pumpkin spice Oreos. Uh, Oreo came out with their own, very own pumpkin spice flavor cookie. And we have one more pack that we are willing to give away to one of our listeners. If you want a chance to win, the code word is soybeans. You should have heard him, Robert. He was on a roll. <laughs> you was all kind of bitches and motherfuckers. Oh, man, he was like Chappelle or something. He called me a motherfucker last week? He said that last week? Joe did. I think it was Tuesday, about 1.48 p.m. Well, ain't this a bitch. And what surprised me was how you being all kind of motherfuckers really didn't have nothing to do with the damn conversation. What was we talking about? Soybeans. Woo! You a bigger man than me. I don't think I could talk nice about somebody say that type of stuff about me or my mama. <laughs> I am not the one. Soybeans. Look out on our social media for the future if you want a chance to win a pack of these pumpkin spice Oreos. Make your have mine, Jerry. <laughs> give me two packs. <laughs> a pre-loved box. Give <laughs> I'll give you all this open package. Listen, listen. Damn, Pedro, why you opening it all the way? So wide. You need a little slit. Pedro, open it all the way. Just like the white woman I, I had, I'm going to put this in the trash also. <laughs> Bust it wide open. Mm, it smells so beautiful. It smells like it should taste like a scented candle. It does smell like a candle. Uh, Adarius is here. Adarius is an Oreo king also. So uh, let's go ahead and taste test this. Everyone, just tell me, tell me what you think. And if we give it a thumbs, two thumbs up. One thumb up or no thumbs up. We're going to taste the Oreos. Go, let's go ahead, guys. I really don't like you. You picking this up? I, I really don't like you during this time of year, Jared. You shit's nasty, man. I don't like pumpkin spice. Man. It's so creamy. Well, I'm not going to eat this whole thing. That shit's too sweet, dude. This tastes like a bad experience. I had it at Nebraska's strip club. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the stripper's name? I think her name was Cookie. <laughs> she said she was clean. What shitty ass strip clubs you going to where you could do more than just just get a dick burn? And Cookie tastes like it's giving me a sensation in my crotch, same as Cookie did, Nebraska. Mm, that was tasty. So, um, how did you guys like it? Uh, who would like to start? Not me, man. It's already started. <laughs> it's giving me both sensations. One one sensation I have from Cookie is my pubic hair is just feeling funny. This makes my kidney feel funny. So I would say Stifler's mom comes to mind when I smell this cookie. <laughs> like like for real, like a lot of that shit is sugar. It's sugar and like vanilla. Besides that taste that you tasted, it, it tastes like the dirt of a white woman's neck. Damn. 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 <laughs> uh, AG3, what did you think about the flavor? It tastes like death, and not because it actually tastes like death in my mouth, but it just makes me think that I can't believe I ate that sugary shit, and this is how I die from <laughs> diabetes, right? Like, you know, like I could have no no used this on something else. I didn't even eat the whole fucking cookie. It's just nasty, man. <laughs> so it's just you, straight up nasty. Could you compare it to that big white lady you slept with? Back I ain't then? comparing it to nobody. It tastes shit tastes nasty. I ain't never slept a woman that tastes nasty. That shit tastes nasty. I do have I do have one suggestion. Uh and, and if Oreo's listening to this podcast, shout out Oreo, come on the podcast, sponsorship. Uh I, I will say this. Jared has been hinting at something that Oreo actually should do. Right now, the pumpkin spice latte is on a white cookie. It needs to be on a chocolate cookie. If it was in the chocolate cookie, it'd be a different experience. I, I, I don't know. I like I like the golden Oreos. I don't like the this Oreo. You don't like the golden Oreo, Darius? Or you just think it'll be better on the chocolate? No, I just think the flavors is too much. That's why it tastes like corny oh. Like I think it needs it needs some flavor. You know, it needs that chocolate. I, I, that's just what I think. Flavor yeah. with two A's. It needs to be Flavor Town. Flavor Town. Oh, Pedro, get ready to take his insulin shot. So. <laughs> After eating that, I would like to say, now, "What the fuck is this, Pedro? I ain't got nothing better. to shit with my diabetes." This actually, you ain't got double gene either. <laughs> actually, uh, that tastes better than. Uh, if I got a goddamn hypodermic needle on his fucking hand, <laughs> he's about yeah, to shoot insulin into his skin fold. 
This cookie, you guys need to study the taste and flavor on this cookie compared to your regular Oreos. But I don't know if you guys had any, any of you guys had regular Oreos as of late. They do not taste like they used to. It tastes over-processed, under-seasoned, bland. It, yeah, some, some, something's wrong with the new chocolate Oreos. Now, if you go all white or use all yellow cake, whatever type batter this is, your product will be back what it used to be. This this tastes better than regular Oreo. I can't eat the new Oreos. They taste disgusting. Pedro is a fan of the pumpkin spice Oreos. Bravo. I mean, I feel like Oreos should go the other way, man. Like, what can you eat with pumpkin pie? They should do a whole Thanksgiving dinner themed Oreo pack where like like some tastes like turkey, some of them taste like stuffing, some of them taste like greens. And then just let us let, let Starbucks have pumpkin spice. Let them have pumpkin spice. <laughs> like you do you really walk a thing, all shit that actually, that you can actually be creative with. And sell and sell a bunch of hey man, we have an Oreo Thanksgiving. We're still oh kind of in the, the wild west of pumpkin spice, so everyone's trying to get a hold of what they can and see what sticks. <laughs> like, what's the, why, why do we try pumpkin spice? I bet you I go to big old tires, they probably got a pumpkin spice something. They, they we got pumpkin spice tires. <laughs> hey man, you know that free coffee that tastes like gasoline? You put the pumpkin spice flavor in it. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's divine. It tastes like a sweet pumpkin spicy cake. Uh, with a little bit of the essence of white woman uh, sprinkled in there with a little bit of pumpkin pie, which is the way I like my white women to taste. Like pumpkin pie. It's beautiful. Beautiful, tasty. You go put your dad's kids in college. All the best taste pumpkin spice of anything we had. And I don't understand why you didn't send these, Jared. The Colonial Donuts, and that's the only thing I can really tolerate. It was the only tasting, only taste testing that was pumpkin spice I, I could tolerate. Those were good. Me and Aaron got out of uh, Trader Joe's that pumpkin spice. Oh my god! <laughs> Trader Joe's, I, uh, low man. quality. Boy, that that cookie tastes. <laughs> Uh, have, Two trailer have parts had, put together. But have y'all had the Trader Joe's banana pudding ice cream? Now? No, I have not. Five. Pudding ice cream? Banana, uh, banana ice pudding. cream? Yeah, Trader Joe's, man. I don't know if they had Yeah, man, I don't know. Banana don't pudding? Know. Man, you ain't got any yeah, Trader Joe's pudding. up here. You don't ain't got enough Trader Joe's in the Bay Area. You know, they send that shit regionally. And, they think yeah, you're right. You're right, Aaron. In the Bay Area, the, the only ice cream they got is like three boba flavors. Yeah, they got yeah, they got the green tea. You're right. You are absolutely right. Come they got on. The green tea. Yeah, they do. Every yeah. time you go, it's a ton of green tea and like you said, the bubble. They ain't got, got the matcha. damn They got the matcha one, yeah. They don't have the damn they ain't gonna have no damn banana cognac. Well, uh thanks guys for uh tasting that taste testing that with us. And uh, to our fans out there, remember if you want a chance to win your very own pack of pump pumpkin spice Oreos. Uh, make sure that you uh, reply with the password. What was we talking about? Soybeans. Aside from that, I'm yeah. gonna fill in for me tomorrow at work if I can't eat, can't make it because he's goddamn pumpkin spice. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Exactly. Uh, I'm already not making it now, man. I'm already sitting here. Aaron's man, crashing. This, this shit is in my tongue, man. I can't get the taste. <laughs> no, you can't get the taste off your tongue. <laughs> I'm about to go and rinse my mouth out. It it is a very it's like a polymer. It's like a, a beautiful white woman polymer on my tongue. Hey man, we gonna go find out in two years. Like, hey, just put this on your tongue. You won't get you won't get HPV. Yeah, <laughs> inoculated. Sin, but we'll be around to watch it. When your I face looks like a Halloween this. store mask, you probably shouldn't be allowed to be in Senate anymore. Call a crackhead. I don't know, man. Truth is, now that I'm thinking about it, it might be a good plan. It might actually be a good plan. I remember my uncle would always give my shit back. Yeah. If I needed something, that nigga, he would like, I mean, he could search all of Berkeley in 25 minutes.
And that's what you need when that you when that person go to? that person stole your uh, three wheel motorcycle. You should have called a crackhead. <laughs> Didn't it take a crackhead to tell us where to look? I think a crackhead told us. We were with the dogs when we went back there. Remember? Did, did uh, a crackhead nah, it wasn't, it wasn't a crackhead. No, no, it was the midget store owner. Not, mm. not, not a midget. Oh, that told person. us. Yeah, that told us yeah, where to go. We, then we, we went I, back. We there. walked over to the store, and I was like, "Hey, have you seen anybody?" He was like, "Nah, they couldn't have went too far." The only garages are there and there. And I was like, oh, bad. I remember I'm like, here we are looking at Soa's backyard and finding a Darius goddamn scooter. That shit was crazy. The fact that she got stolen and then it was like a block away. It wasn't even a block. It was on the same block, Jerry. It, it was the same block? Oh, yeah. It was like a half. It was down. Yeah. And then the police were like, well, if you steal it back, technically we don't got to do nothing. Yeah, the police basically told us that when I leave, they they did. When I leave, whatever happened is happened. It's yours. It's your property, even though it's not on your property. But when I leave. I should have called a crackhead. <laughs> crackhead would have been like, look, man, I wasn't going to get no physical confrontation, but I could dance next to your scooter all night and keep it protected. I'm going to tell you something about me, Joe Rogan, that you might not know. I smoke rocks. <laughs> like, give me, give me fifteen, and I'll get it back for you. Exactly. <laughs> you might have to pay I'll get it a back with no scratches. Our services are cheap, <laughs> but you got to add a little bit more money to get your stuff back. Uh, you know what? If we found ways of consistent employment for crackheads, it could be the best of both worlds. You know, like literally, like they take care of their business. We're paying them for some kind of public service. They get to li- kind of live the free lifestyle, being where they're gonna be. But you know, what I'm saying they just, you know, we're 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 getting it to where they don't have to necessarily be calling a crackhead on a crackhead. We're stealing some of yours. It's just call a crackhead for no, regular no, no. crime. Crackheads need to join like high level shit, bro. Like the SWAT. Like imagine a group of like 75 crackheads running in a crack house to take you down. I mean, if they get shot, they barely feel it. They'll know exactly what the product is. They, they like, they like sniff dogs. Hurry up, girl. I'm going to do my turn. Grab that penis. Suck them juices off. Suck it. <laughs> Yeah, but then you probably you probably you be finding like they're like we did a raid on the biggest crackhead in the in the in the county and they were like yeah we only found five grams of crack though <laughs> it's like what happened mm-hmm. to the rest of it we don't know they must have just moved it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's hey that's fine man crackers hey if we, all we got to do is pay them in drug bust it's a so, win-win situation. So we're saying pay them in crack instead of paying them in money where they can then go buy their own crack. Yeah, because they're stupid enough. What they're doing is they're stopping crack economy by busting all these crackheads and get them or these drug dealers and get them put in jail. At the end of the month, all the crack houses will be done and then niggas will be smoked out and be like, oh fuck, there ain't no more crack houses. What do we I, do? I got a better idea. Okay. You start a government agency that after you make this is actually a terrible idea, but it could happen. You make crack legal. Then as a government entity, you are the person who like the government produces it and regulates it. And so you pay the crackheads with taxpayer money, what they then pay back to you for crack. Yeah, that's all sounding like sounding like we got, uh, we, it's, it's, it's all sounding like it might be time to move on to the next subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like reg- that sounds like regular tax. Jared, Jared started taking the shit too far, Darius. He start off funny and then Jared started getting all trying to get all super serious about it. He want to take. He want to like kill humans and shit. That nigga, he's dirt. <laughs> Uh, whatever, Darius. All I know, all I know, Darius, is that the next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. <laughs> Next time you get in trouble. <laughs>